What's going on, everybody? Um, if you're listening to this already, you realize that the saga of the NFC least continues. The legend grows and teams live up to, uh, I guess we can call them expectations, but it, they're so negative. It feels like we can't. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back at it again on the Ramley Viking podcast, going to trash talk our favorite teams and uh, the division that they're in because they are just unequivocally the worst in football right now. But before we do that, we're just going to do, we're just, we want to touch on just general NFL talk, whether it was from scores from this week or just a notable play. First and foremost, literally right before we jumped on here, Bill O'Brien been fired after 0 and 4 start, after an offseason where he traded away DeAndre Hopkins for nothing, practically. And Pretty much nothing. Yeah, so the Houston Texans in disarray. I wish I could say I was surprised by the disarray, but I really wasn't. I mean, Bill O'Brien at the helm, and after that offseason move, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. And um, I'm, I'm it, honestly good for them to fire him so quickly. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of the, well, to pick on you and your Eagles, the Chip Kelly thing. Oh, my like he would make moves where you were like, I'm not sure how this can ever work out for the Eagles fans, or in this case now the Texans fan of fans over the offseason. We're like, you got to trust that he's got a whole system. It's different than the way they normally do it, but he knows what he's doing. And the rest of the, everyone else is just sitting there like, all right, I don't know. But, okay, I guess we'll see. And then fire. Yeah, it's no, it's a callback. It's a real hard callback. I'm just glad, honestly, I'm happy for the Texans. They didn't go through like the three years of this nonsense like we did with Chip Kelly, who just single handedly dismantled um, uh, a team and never put it back together at all and <laughs> just sat yep. there. It was terrible. I mean, at the beginning of the era, the phrase was in Kelly, we trust. We're like, whatever, these moves seem crazy, they seem wrong, but. He, he, you know, he's building his system, and turns out he was just an idiot and terrible. And I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad for the Texans to be able to see that. But how do you see the rest of their season going? Because they're going to get an interim coach, and so I don't, I, I, I just don't see it going well. No, no, this wasn't any sort of way to improve the chances of this season. I mean, there's just no way it would be. I mean, this. Losing Bill O'Brien doesn't suddenly mean you have a lot of talent on the roster. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. So, you know, I, I feel like they, they, they could potentially get energized and squeak out a couple games, you know, sure. one of the, one of those, like you've been in, you've been, you've been bound up and then all of a sudden you're free and it's like, all right, I feel like I can take on the world. You do a couple cool things and then you would yeah, one ball. of those where all of a sudden it looks good, but the numbers. Numbers are still pretty much the same. So you're like, well, they got to win, but this still isn't a good team. Yeah. Anyways, outside of NFC East, do you have any any highlight takeaway from, from the NFL this weekend? Uh, highlight takeaway? Probably just, and this isn't a specific highlight, it's just that football is still king. Oh, um, yeah. Um, because... Um, it's rather unfortunate for both the NBA and the MLB. Neither one of them ever wanted to get into this, you know, October area where they're playing and the NFL is going on because they just don't have a chance. And I mean, NBA finals game 
I think last night, uh, game three, which was actually a solid game. Lakers played terrible, mm-hmm. but the Heat played well. Had I think about averaged about four million viewers. So I mean, bad, as in, you know, better than game two, but still really, really bad. Down something like you know sixty percent or something like that. And yeah. then the NFL was also down with their Sunday night game, the Eagles and the 49ers, of course. And they had, you know, 12 million. Just a random Sunday night game between two teams that really aren't that good dwarfed the NBA Finals. Um, three times as many viewers. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, because that was, I mean, while it was an interesting game, in part, that's only because it's my team. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like, I say interesting game in the way that, like, the Browns-Bengals game was interesting. Um, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. it's two crappy teams. It's like when you see two, sure. two, two scrawny kids in a street fight, you're like, neither of these kids can fight. These aren't real haymakers. Yeah. But it's interesting because they're, they're pretty equally matched. But yep. So I can gosh. tell you that um, the NBA actually kind of lucked out because, you know, uh, Cam Newton came down with COVID, tested yep. positive, and so they postponed the game. At one point, they were talking that game would be on Tuesday, which would line right up with Game Four, of the NBA Finals. Oh man, and they would have gotten torched because <laughs> that would be an actual good game because it's on right now, Patriots Kansas City. So good luck to you. Yeah. Not no, I I wouldn't be surprised if you saw like one two million viewers for for the for the finals game, yeah. trying to run the same time as yep. that game. And you're talking like twenty mil for the NFL game. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be super so, rough. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> well, anyways, I think we can uh, dive into what we came here to talk about, and that is the reigning NFC least. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the reigning division at the back of the train. The caboose that just keeps getting more cabooserist. Caboose, cabooseiest? Cabooser? Um, well, make up a word and make it the worst made up word you can make up, and it'd be like that. Mm. That's how you get accurate with cabooserist. Yep. Cabooseinosamorist. All right. Yep. Ooh. That's the one. That's the one. So. Yep. As expected and predicted, almost, almost, we were so everybody close. lost except those Eagles. Those dang Eagles were like, nah, you know what? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to have a little bit of, we're going to have a couple flashbacks of how we looked uh, of our good moments. And I watched enough of the game. They didn't mean to win. No, they did not. If not for a, what, a pick six where I didn't even see a receiver. All I saw was the Eagles defender who just was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, and then he was in the lane. It was it was I, one of those. He didn't even throw it far enough for it to be in the lane. He looked like he threw it right to him. He really did. It was terrible. So, and who was the quarterback? It was um, their third string, right? At that point, at that yeah, point. it was. No, that one was still. Oh, was it still set Mullins? But then they pulled yeah. him after that. And oh, Bethard sure. or Bethed. Some weird name. Yeah, Bethesda. They make the Skyrim game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bethesda came in and actually looked kind of good. Yeah, um, I think that was only because it was it's classic crunch time. Defense plays soft. Offense oh, yeah. just 
nickels and dimes their way down the field, oh, yeah, but it's absolutely. not really a comeback. But the Eagles still let it be too close. But let's yeah, not... they still had a hail mary in the end zone. Let's let's get the easy ones out of the way. Um, sure. Washington football team. They took a big fat L too. Yeah. Well, not as big as I thought they would have. Well, the Ravens just stepped off the gas completely. I mean, yeah. it, it was the stomping. I watched it. It it was it was not close. It never was in doubt. I mean, it it just is what it is. Fair enough. I, I was I personally didn't watch any of it. I caught, you know, obviously Lamar's, you know, fifty yard scramble for a touchdown yeah. that looked like looked like Pee Wee football with a kid who's who's starting to hit puberty, but none of the other kids have even gotten close to hitting it. And he's just like yeah. having his way. He's like, Oh no, this is what testosterone does for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy that it looks like that in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. It should not. I will say this. Was this was this last yeah, this was um, Sam Darnold had a similar moment. Well, he had, he had a similar yeah, moment. it was you, odd. Did you see that Sam crazy Darnold. run he had? Where I was yeah, like, oh, it really looked run. like half the time they were like, we're pretty sure you're going to slide because mm-hmm. you're a white quarterback. And then he just kept not sliding. So they just were like, oh, crap. And then he was already gone. Yeah, it was too late at that point. But yeah. anywho, so, I mean, Dwayne Haskins, performance-wise, didn't do too bad, which <laughs> – just just keep though that little remark in the back of your mind as we work towards a certain team in this division because it's going to be ho- it's so funny but you know he he 3245 um 314 yards um no touchdowns or interceptions though he got sacked 3 times for 40 yards Whew. that's a you watched that game so that means one of those sacks was way back yeah yeah, I, I must have missed that. Oh no, there was one. There was a snap over his head. Oh, okay, that I makes sense. That. I remember that now. Yeah, there's a snap over his head. That makes sense. Um, his QBR was only thirty one point five, but as we discussed before, we really don't care about that. He still came away with a ninety point four rating, and I only think that's because he didn't give up the ball either in an interception yeah. or a fumble. So it's like, yeah, you go. I mean, he had a he, he had a great completion percentage, but just. Nothing happened. Rushing wise, they only had sixty nine yards, <laughs> so they didn't run the ball at all. No. Um, thirteen. Antonio Gibson, who uh, thirteen carries, forty six yards, and he got a touchdown though. His long was ten. Oof. But Washington, I mean, they still managed to score seventeen, and I think it's only because, like you said, Baltimore just kind of came off the gas, but. Kind of as expected, yeah. right? They, oh, yeah. I would say so. Um, geez, and you look at these stats, you're like, oh man, they must have done pretty good because like Terry McLaurin had he had ten receptions for 118 yards, but yeah. when you look at the touchdown column, just jack squat diddly. Uh-huh. That's wow, that's good. So yeah. for um, that puts Dwayne Haskins for on the season at a 61 percent uh, completion percentage, 61 percent. Um, he's just under a thousand yards. Um, okay. he's still four and three on touchdowns and interceptions because he didn't throw either of those. Um, he is been, he has been sacked for 13 times for 101 yards. Whoa. Ouch. That's a lot. Yeah. That's kind of an issue. Um, and now his, his cumulative, um, passer rating is 80.3. So he's, he's staying strong for that, for that least division. But yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about that game? 
We don't. No name, but team. <laughs> no name, but team. Doing their thing. So, who do you want to go to next? Do you want to go to that wild? You want no, to let's Cowboys get the Giants out of the way. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure because I don't want to feel like I'm long. just I'm just dumping on you and be like, no, we're just gonna brush over brush no, over this. Them, won't but... take long. It shouldn't <laughs> right. take long. Well, I'll let you take lead on this one then. <laughs> uh, your boy Danny Dimes uh, once again leading in passing and rushing for the Giants. Oh, that's so bad. With uh, 45 yards uh, rushing, so that's great. Um, he had no touchdowns, one pick. Um, they kicked three field goals, so they scored nine. The Rams, I mean, were a lot better and scored only scored 17, but they were a lot better. And, uh, yeah, unless you have anything to add, this it didn't, it's not going to take long. I'm pretty much done. <laughs> I mean, that's all there is to it, right? He did add to the interception tally. For, for the NFC. out there. Yes, so he's contributing. And without in, in the right way, too. No touchdowns to speak of. So that's what yes. we like. We like yeah. that, you know, four touchdowns to ten interception. We like – that's the kind of ratios we like, right? So Yeah, really, whoever – if if you're thinking about picking up a new kicker on a fantasy team, you might look into the Giants kicker. I mean, uh, the man – it's all the only way the Giants score. And they usually are good for two, three field goals a game. So you really might look at. Oh, Graham Gano. Yeah. Yeah, boy. I might. I'll, 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 I might have to see if he's available because those, these are the type of teams for fantasy perspective. These are the type of teams you want, right? You want the team that just can't score, can't do much. They can get in field goal range and they can just sling it through. So I'm pretty sure we joked about the giants only scoring field goals in our predictions. I meant to go back and listen to those, but uh, (laughs) that no, I'm pretty sure I said either six points or nine points. Yeah, and so, that's what we landed on. So yeah. it's one of those, it feels good to be that right, but then it feels so, you, you kind of wish you weren't that right. <laughs> like At times, you really don't. Mm-hmm. It, and this is one of those times. Well, just to add on to your note of Daniel Jones being the leading rusher, cumulative, uh-huh. cumulatively, he still is the leading rusher with 137. Oh, yeah. On oh, yeah. He has the same completion percentage at 61% as uh, Dwayne Haskins. Sure. He's not. He's only been sacked for eighty-three yards, but his current rating, passer rating, is cumulatively is uh, sixty-eight point three. So he's really bringing it down. He's doing. He's yep. doing. He's doing his part. He's really pulling he's his own what, weight here. Yeah, he's doing what he can for our podcasting. Really, oh, yeah. is what it comes down to keep this series alive. Which, by all means, I was not prepared for this episode in the sense of I went in this weekend. I was like, it'll be whatever. Like. Probably two of them will lose and two of them might win. I don't know. And then, like, as once I looked at the matchups, it was like, oh no, they kept going. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do another episode Monday night. Oh no, this is real. This is happening. We're we're gonna get to a point. Yeah, they. We'll get (laughs) even with that win though. It was still ugly enough. Oh, that no, that was a that was a. You fell into that one. Look, a drunk guy yes. a drunk guy ends up landing on his bed once every once in a blue moon, all right? <laughs> he he ends up stumbling into the bed, but every other time it's next to the bed, it's by the dresser. You know, it's it that's how yeah. it goes, right? Oh, like, yeah. You're going to hit sure. the bed eventually. Especially if you yeah, if you have a small room, it's like come on, the the law of averages helps you out there. But Yeah. Exactly. Yep, yeah, uh 17 and 9. I'm honestly a little surprised that oh crap, I closed the wrong tab. 
I can fix this, um, that the Rams only scored 17 on them. Well, do remember, it's still Jared Goff. Yes, any pressure equals complete panic. Yes. He would do well in the NFC East, least. I yes, mean. he would. He, he, he would, would fit right in. I think he, I think he could be right in the division. Yeah, you could so. put him right in the middle of the conference or the division, and it would be like he was here the whole time. <laughs> All right, so <clears> – <throat> Connor, I I want to get your honest opinion here. Do we do we do we go to do we go to my Eagles right now and then finish strong with the Cowgirls? Because I feel like that's almost what I'm feeling right here in the moment. What are you feeling? All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to I'm, me, the Eagles won't take that long, even though they won. <laughs> I uh, agree. Their practice squad beat the 49ers practice squad, and hooray! They didn't even mean to do it. Still. Didn't, what it looked like. Didn't even mean to. So, like Eagles form this season, first drive, and this one even like the first couple drives, looks real clean, real solid, starts rolling. We're like, oh, my gosh. They they score their first touchdown, and old Dougie Doug looks like him old, his old self and be like, we're going for two. Go for yeah, two and get it. And I'm like, what, what is this team I'm watching? I mean, is this 2017? Did I just flash back to Super Bowl season? Because this yeah. is the type of things with the Super Bowl season. But – Knowing that this is how we like to do things, I said, I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. I'm going to sit back yeah. and just wait for – we have three more quarters to screw this up. And, man, they, true to form, just started <laughs> just started doing stuff just wrong. And I was like, yep, nope, this feels right. But, fortunately, the 49ers, unlike the Eagles, aren't very experienced with running practice squad players and having to go even – Three, yeah, three people deep in on their depth chart in their practice squad roster. So the Eagles by now were seasoned veterans at having more people that you don't know or recognize on the field than off because that was me, a fan of the team. Keep this in mind. I'm a fan of this team. I follow them. I yeah, know you the say roster. That. <laughs> you say I know that. The- I also feel like their players half the time. Who's playing left corner? Oh, okay. And we're just we're trying to figure it out as we go. We don't even know their name. I think Carson Wentz has been given a a second, another page, or even um, wrist coach, literally with just names and numbers for his receivers, <laughs> so he can know who the crap they are. Like I'm surprised yeah. he on the only reason in the post game interview when they brought up that that no name receiver who caught that um, long pass at the end of the game. Oh, the yeah. only reason Carson knew his name is because the reporter said it first. Had she been like, yeah. oh, yeah, you remember that deep pass? And he'd be like, I remember it. I remember, I remember it. it got I caught. It. Don't ask me about who caught it because I, I know he was on our team. He, he, yeah. Our team. That's But, but anyway. You got to love it question. when your teammates do well. You got to love it when your teammates do well. I love all the Eagles on this team. <laughs> Everyone in the Eagles jersey is my friend. Yep. That's literally what it's like. Gosh. But all right, we'll talk some numbers real quick. So Carson, uh, 1828, 193 yards, one touchdown, still got an interception. So he's staying, good. he's at least staying, keeping good one to one ratio, yeah, right? That's like, appreciated. He was averaging two interceptions a game. So a little disappointed he didn't pull through and get that second one to really screw the pooch and end up losing the game. But huh? I'm also happy about a win because we're leading the division. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. He got Go sacked. On. Three times for 19 yards. He had a rating of 81.4. Uh, we'll pull up his cumulative stuff, though. 
only, I don't know how much it brought up his completion percentage, but he's at 60.6. So he's really, he's really, he's really trying to hold us down. So good job there. Yep, Feeling good. Well done. Um, great, great touchdown interception ratio. Four TDs to seven INTs. Really nice. feeling it. Really oh, good stuff. It. He is doing his thing. Yep. He sacked 14 times for 100 yards. I might start tracking those stats because these sacks are getting crazy. Those are getting we're, real serious. We're, we're looking at like almost 40 sacks between just three of the four quarterbacks and almost – 300 yards cumulatively. Uh, so, um, and then he's, he's down there with uh, Danny Dimes in that passer rating, keeping it good and low golf score style yep. at um, an overall for the season of 66.9. So feeling oh. real good. Excellent. The only thing he's lacking is we actually do have some semblance of a running game. So he unfortunately is not going to, is not our leading rusher and mm. didn't lead the team in rushing yards, but mm. One can dream. Fair enough. Yeah, One that that's dream. a whole nother level of leastest. Mm-hmm. One can dream, but I mean, it was a shambly game, and it was a drunk stumbly game, and someone stumbled into a win, and it was the Eagles. So, yep, and they had no idea. Mm-hmm. Don't the post game interview. No, no, they're like, oh wait, we we won. Really? That's why you're interviewing me. I was so confused. Uh... I thought maybe we had been so bad, and. It, you were astonished at how well we lost that game that you just wanted to know what our secret was. The secret is we injure everybody and our defensive coordinator goes from the strategy that's working to the one that won't work in the fourth quarter. That's the strategy folks. Look, Oh, this is working. We need to switch it. We need to switch. We need to do something else. So, yep. And that wraps it up for that one. Now we can move on to by far the most interesting and I don't, I'm going to leave it an interesting game. Did you watch this game? I did. Oh my gosh. I only watched it because I, so when I, I, I got home from something and I, uh, I just checked the score. Like I tuned in live and I saw what the yeah. score was. And I said, Oh no, I've got to go back and watch this whole game. Cause this is way too interesting. I caught him right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. So it was like, I think it was, Oh man, it was like, I think the Browns had just scored 41. And so it was yeah. whatever the score was at that point, you know, 41 to 30 or something. I don't even remember at that point, but I was like, hold the phone. I got to see what's yeah. going on here. So let's, uh, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about the, the Browns and the Cowgirls, Connor. Well, at first it looked like the Cow. I mean, the Cowboys stormed out 14, seven lead. They looked like they were in control, uh, might go back down and uh, score again. But instead, the uh, helmet basher, um, what's his name? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, yes. Uh, he gets a strip sack on, uh, on you know, rain. And so then they take that back down to the 30-yard score. Then the very next play Dallas is on offense um, – Zeke got fed and his stomach spit it back out because he did not like the taste. And so that was a fumble and recovered once again, taken back down for another touchdown. Then all of a sudden the Browns were up. I mean, it was 31 14 at half. And you're like, whoa, there is no way they're going to really actually keep this lead up. And then at the end of the third, it was 41 14. They're like, okay. This is kind of wild. And then 
the Cowboys actually decided maybe we will play. And uh, they got it all the way back to 38-41. And I'm like, okay, classic Browns. Even mm-hmm. the Cowboys can handle the Browns being the Browns and all the Browns is snist. Uh, but no, nope. Uh, they went down and scored. Yet again to seal the game. On and it was beautiful. The craziest play. The most Madden play you can think yes. like it was that, that was what blown. a double reverse pass not a pass no, that was that one the pass the pass no, was no. the pass was like first second drive it was just yes. a, it was like a yeah. i think it was just a double reverse it was just a classic double reverse and but but the only and it was alden smith i think who sniffed it mm-hmm. out and yep. was back there but it was the classic i'm going to bob 5 yards deeper and see if i can just outrun you madden it's style fun. It and never does, works, except it when it does. It never works, ever. And then all of a sudden, he's around him, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, he's going to get some yards. Oh, he's going to get a lot of yards. Oh, he's about to oh. just run this all the way back. Dude, Yeah, there are no words to describe the beautiful tragedy that was the Dallas Cowboys this weekend in the sense of, Literally, they kept talking about the record-setting offense that they're having and Dak with his record-setting year, which is yeah. which are all true, and they can't win a game. You can't oh. have more of a like what the heck moment when it's like we are we we on paper we're great on the field we're even doing great. Dak's slinging it; he's got weapons. Yeah. And yeah, they, no, they, they couldn't stop a whale from getting into the end zone on a beached whale from getting into the end zone. Well, their defense is that bad. It's so bad. And you know what's funny too? Like we talked we talked a little bit about how their running game isn't the same, and you know, part in part because their O line's not the same right now. Yeah. But I'm sure you heard the commentators bring this up. They act the Browns O line coach is the guy that assembled the legendary Dallas O-line like three years ago when Zeke was eating that led him. So the years that Zeke had to let him to get that tattoo Uh were from the now Browns O-line coach and the Browns, they ran all over them. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. It was so I just saw on the ticker, so I have my TV on mute here, and it came across and it said this is a few minutes ago, but it said they had an 86% um rushing block success rate, which was like the highest all year by far. Now that's not a stat that I track and I don't feel like most people yeah, track. But they said it was like I don't think it set a record, but they it was the highest in Brown's history or this season, sure. something like that, which you know, both could be true because the Browns history, I don't expect it is riddled with, I mean, unless you go back to Jim Brown, but yeah, but outside of him, if you exclude those stats, which they probably didn't track those stats back in that time, probably not there, then I don't imagine they had a high success rate anyways, but from just from watching the game insane, like you, Oh yeah. And that was without Nick Chubb, who went down in the first quarter. The first quarter. And then they started they, – they went Eagle style. They went deep, and they were still doing a three running back rotation because – Yeah, Kareem Hunt is some sort of injured. I'm still not sure exactly what. I think it's – yeah, they I, didn't they say like a groin or – I think it's leg. Think, yeah, he had a groin or something. Maybe or his hamstring. Groin. 
No, a hammy got pulled up into the groin. I don't know what it was. There was some, maybe, I don't know. He had a ferret sized cramp, something like that. But yeah, something, yeah. But the other two dudes also could run for, mm-hmm. I think at one point they were averaging nine yards a rush. Uh, they were averaging 10 at one point. They were Ooh. averaging a first down a run. That Holy makes it so easy to play quarterback. That makes it so easy. Yes. Oh my gosh. So let's just let's talk about this. So we have DeErnest Johnson. Yes, I read that right. 13 carries, 96 95 yards, averaging 7.3 yards a carry. His long was 28. Um because of the reverse, Odell had the next most yards and I think another play where he there's maybe a screen behind the line of scrimmage so it counted as a rush. I don't remember, but he had two two carries for 73 yards. Um yeah, not bad. Kareem Hunt, 11 carries, 71 yards, averaging six and a half. Nick Chubb, six for 43, 7.2. And the low man on the totem pole, five carry. Dontrell Hillard um, had five carries, 19 yards, only averaging a measly 3.8. Pretty weak. Yeah, but terrible. <laughs> they're two, they're two main guys, or three main guys, if you want to stop. The low, the low one was six and a half yards. Again, yeah. That is bonkers and then if you go on the other side of the field so here's something that's so interesting to me just watching the game that i was seeing i was like i was like the cowboys yes their passing game is explosive and i'm just like so so that's what they're going to exploit you on but when i like midway through the game i was like dude i feel like zeke has barely seen the ball and all when he has they've been bad run plays and i'm like so yeah like you still have ezekiel elliott in the backfield like yep. ready to be used, but he he would go in motion and be split out. Twelve carries, fifty-four yards, um, for an average of four and a half. That's not. I will, yeah, I will say some of that is whenever you're behind by that mm-hmm. much, you're just airing it out at that point. Yeah, they did I dig mean, themselves a deep hole, and I think that is really, that is big part helped them hit all these record numbers and be the number one sure. offense because Absolutely. they. Uh, when you get down, it's like, yeah, like you said, you gotta, you gotta start slinging that ball. So in terms of patting their stats, which I think, I think that's the goal of this season for the Cowboys. We're not, they're not about winning right now. Cause like we said, the NFC least is a race for the draft pick right now that it's uh, honestly, I think the giants and the football team are um, leading that charge. However, Dallas is trying to do it, but still look good. Like they're doing it with style, right? They're falling with style here. That's really their plan. I mean, it's, it's admirable, but I you call me crazy and call me old fashioned, but I like the theory of when you're bad, you just show that you're bad. You don't mm-hmm. do all the pretending and acting like what happened. No, you just are bad. Yeah. Just be bad. So yeah, here's something. I agree. I agree. Like if, if you're just going to suck, just suck dude. And just own it. Like, don't try and be like, Oh no, I'm all right. Like, let me just nope. This isn't protect. walking it off. Don't you don't walk off a shattered ankle with the bone sticking out. Just lay there and let the medics come to you, okay? Pretty much. Just just accept. So fun fact, I don't have their stats pulled up, but I know like the other quarterbacks are I think so Dwayne and Carson are in the 900s. Danny I think is still in the high 800s in total passing yards. Dak is almost at 1700. He's at 1690 passing yards so he he about doubles he's he's on pace he's he's about he's almost doubling everyone else's passing yards so just to 
And I mean, he's got a 68. He he's really making us look bad for the NFC least yeah. here. 68% yeah, yeah. um completion percentage. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? What he's are av- you doing? He's averaging 440 yards a game passing. Come on, dude. He's got nine touchdowns, three interceptions. Are you you're killing me? You're killing I know. me. Dial it back, Dak. Three to one ratio on that? No, we want a one to three. Get on our list. Looking one to three. His rating is a 101.6 right now. Oh no, 102.6. Sorry. Wow. Um you're yeah, doing up there with triple digits. Gosh dang it. This is a double digit division, okay? Yes. It's a DDD. Like we're looking for average high schooler grades, not A plus. We got extra credit. No. Not mm-hmm. looking for that. We're looking for C's get degrees type stuff. Yeah, and not the type of C's to get degrees where it's like you're up at the front trying as hard as you can, and the best you got oh. is a C. This is slacker at the back of the class C's, okay? Yeah. Like you are barely skating by. And right yeah. now the Cowboys are trying to be like, oh, I'm sitting like second row in the class, and I'm acting like I'm trying, but really I've got my phone in my book and I'm playing a little phone game. And it's like, dude, just stop. Don't yeah. even try. Just come at the back with your boys. And we'll – yeah, just embrace the suck. Jeez, dude. Who do you think it's you one are? one of those things where, like, he's the homie that you always hang out with. Like, if it's just you and the other three, and you're all just hanging out together, it's a great time. But then, all of a sudden, your dude gets a girlfriend, and when he does hang out with you, it's the same. It's always normal. It's fun. It's a great time. But if she's around, all of a sudden, he starts acting different. But you know mm-hmm. he's the same. He still does the same dumb stuff, but just not with you anymore. It's just mm-hmm. not cool. Don't be a neglectful idiot. Yep. So this game, he slung it 58 times, completed 41 of those attempts, 500 yards, um, four touchdowns to one interception, really killing me on that. He was sacked yep. three times for only 21 yards, 112.9 passer rating. Like, Dude, sheesh. People look at that and say, oh man, what a great game he had. And it's like, hold up, look at the score. And you're like, wait a minute. So, real quick to shift, just to, because I think we do need to highlight this. Are the Browns maybe going to turn into a real football team? Well, if they can keep running the ball the way they are, yes. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Because if they run it like that and then you have the weapons they have at receiver, yeah, they, they they could be an actual team. Now, like, especially that they don't have Freddie Kitchens as their coach. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was just watching that game at one point. I sat back and I go, "Does Cleveland having good creative play calling here? Are they utilizing yep. their weapons?" I was like, "Hold on, yeah. are they? Are they? They're they're running the ball well." It's not like oh, it's not like the game where you're you're looking at them and be like, "Oh, Cleveland is, um, like." Uh, Dallas is just that bad that Cleveland can't help but do good. They actually looked. Good. Like they looked like like a real football team. And I was like, oh my gosh, we might have a year where Cleveland looks semi real. Now I need him to go play a real team next week and or soon so we can really have a strong litmus test because we all because NFC least teams aren't gonna cut it. Sorry about you. But they play the Colts next week, so Colts have a semi good defense. Take that for what you will. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll see. I know, I know even less about the Colts this year. Outside of they got they got shaky Phillips Rivers, you know. Yeah, they got Felipe. He, he's back there. He's back there dancing on coals. Um, yep, pretty much. <laughs> that's how this is. Drop backs look, but yeah, I would have never predicted a forty-nine to thirty-eight 
I don't remember what no, we predicted, no. but that was wild. That um, was not it. No. To Cleveland of all teams, like what in the actual crap is going on? Yeah. So let's let's real real quick do a recap just so we have our totals. So let me have so let's see, I gotta do some quick math. Okay. Um Dallas has three inter Dak has three interceptions. Carson is almost double digits. No, he's on wait a minute. Yeah, he's got seven. So we're at ten. Uh-huh. Um Dwayne should have like he should have five or oh no, he has three. So 13. Okay, 13. And then Danny, I think, has seven. Dang. Him and Carson out here. He has five. Yep. He has five. Five. Okay. So 18. So 18. 18 interceptions um, to Dak, who over here is carrying the load on touchdowns with nine. Uh, and four for Carson. So it's 13. Another four for Dwayne. 17. And then, uh, oh, there you go, Danny Dimes. That's about two. So. Oh, took it just over. Dang We're it. above board now because we, of Dak. Oh, man, if we take Dak out, <laughs> we are yep. so far in the tank, and that ratio is right where we need it. But yep. he over here got to throw That's nine bad. touchdowns? Man, dang it. It's all right. I'm confident by the end of the year we that won't be a thing. Well, uh, yeah, it probably will after next week. It'll be more of a thing, I'm guessing. Yeah. I will just have to see. So on that note, let's talk. Let's go ahead and talk next week because we went over all the debacles that this week had to offer. And by this point, if you're listening, I just encourage you just just jump on the lease train, right? Like sometimes it's fun to be self-deprecating, right? Even if you're not an NFC least fan, just enjoy the suck, right? Like if if there's no joint or you got one of the NFC least games in your area, like just come on with it and just be like, Oh, like sit down and get prepared to watch a bad football team bumble around. And if you can get in that mindset, uh, if you can get in that mindset, you will enjoy it then. Like it won't be pretty from like a football analytics standpoint, except the other team will look good, but, and you'll learn how to spot problems on teams and schemes and things like that. And, but it'll be fun and you, you, you'll learn to laugh it's just it'll be it'll be a good time. Just trust me on it because um, that's what we've shoved our sadness so deep into the depths of our soul that uh, we we just laugh now because it's all we can do yeah. to stop from that sadness bubbling up and making us do something stupid like cry um, because I would never cry over the NFL. Is what I tell myself. <laughs> But the, the the NFC least really really it, it wants to prove that wrong. Well, the thing about it is with the NFC least, they never fooled us as if they were good, and then they just rip out our heart. Yes. They let us know from the get go, this isn't mm-hmm. going to be a great year for good football. Buckle up. And so, uh, if you go in with that mindset, you can deal with it. Not too bad. Yeah. Just understand that if the NFC least were a Tinder profile, you wouldn't see any filters. You wouldn't see any clever angles for of 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 used in the profile photo to to make us look better or in the right lighting. It would be just a raw, real picture in profile. You would yeah. know exactly what you get. What you see in that picture is exactly what you would get in real life. 
So, except for the Cowboys, and that's the beautiful thing of it. They did all the opposite of all the things I said. Mm-hmm. They got the hopes way up. I talked to a Cowboys fan this week. He said this finally might be the year he calls it a wrap on his fandom. What? Yep, it's what he said. It's what he said. He just doesn't know if he can do it anymore because it's just been so painful. They're the ones who do have, They edit. They do Photoshop on their photos, except oh, yeah. they always are messed up and have like the extra arm out of nowhere <laughs> coming out of their back. And you're like, wait, no. Okay, so that's not real. And that kind of thing just happens every, no matter mm. what they do. Or they take the photos, super looking good, except also in the background. They're actually in the bathroom, and the toilet's open, and there's a big old poop. <laughs> oh, that's so true. So, I, yeah, I didn't even really think about how much hype and how little um, follow-through there is on that. Yep. So, But to, to get to a point where it's so bad and so consistent that you that – you, consider and con- get to contemplate rescinding your fandom from that team. That's rough, man. That's rough. Yep, just because of the expectations that just never, mm-hmm. never match up every year coming. This might be their year and Super Bowl aspirations. <laughs> oh man. Even One and three. Super Bowl, like Super Bowl rosters. And sometimes too, where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, this team is talented. Yep. Gosh. All right. Next week. What are we looking at here? All right. We'll start it off at the top. Eagles-Steelers, the Battle of Pennsylvania. It's not going to be a battle. No, it's the Massacre in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's a Massacre in Pittsburgh, all right? Let's be real here. Pittsburgh yeah. has a buzzsaw yeah. defense who uh-huh. is going to – Who's now coming yeah. off a bye, a forced bye. Oh. Don't forget that. Oh, gosh. You can't you can't come at Pittsburgh with practice squad players and expect to do well when Greg no. Ward is your number one, the former University of Houston quarterback turned receiver. He's he's our dude right now. Yeah, he is our our dude. Well, we got Zach Ertz, but he oh. gets, he gets double teamed every single time because they don't have to worry about anybody else. So yep. Uh um, predictions. I'm gonna say like twenty one three. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty-eight-six. Oh, two field goals. Oh, two field goals, or nice. a touchdown, and a missed extra point, or a missed gone for two. It's probably the most. You probably score first, go for two, don't get it, and then never score again. I like that scenario <laughs> because that sounds real par for the course. But but the other one, I this this is this defense is this defense is uh, strong enough where I could very easily see them. Holding out of the scene, holding us out of the end zone the entire game, even if we do have a good first drive. And so, yeah, well, when, it could just be a really, really long uh, kickoff return, and then you do the Philly special to score. Yeah, something wonky. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, uh, then Pittsburgh's like, okay, we're done here. That was dumb. Mm-hmm. The team who's used all of their first round draft picks in the last decade for defensive players. Just to put it in perspective, they live up to yeah. what they're about. I yeah, yeah, I fully anticipate a thrashing, and I'm not looking forward to it. So uh, we can move on. All right. Uh, so then after that, we have the Rams against the Washington Football Team. 
Wait, didn't they just play each other? Rams played the Giants. Oh, see, I'm over here all confused. I did this. I did this last episode. Dang it! Why? Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Probably because we've already went through all of Washington's games and oh. predicted they're going to win most of them. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, which this might be about the last one they can lose if our prediction turns out to be tr- true. So, uh, oh crap. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, I'm saying 21-7 Rams. I'm going to go 21-10. The Washington football yeah. team just still like just going off their last game. Like they've managed to score 17 on a yeah. lazy Ravens team. I will say that a lazy Ravens team. So, I think they're worth 10 point a, a touchdown and a field goal against the Rams, but I think the Rams are yeah, 21. I'll take 21-10 on that. Sure. Um, that makes sense. Jared Goff is Still in Jared so Goff. he's Jared Goff, and so you know Washington might get a might get an interception, but they're still Washington. They they may they have they may have no name but team. However, still Washington. So yes, and then Ooh. we actually have the Giants playing the Cowboys. Ooh, a Leicesteristus matchup. Yes, and so um, I'm assuming Dak is going to extend his lead as the best. The uh, worse than being the least quarterback uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the division because the Giants probably will choose to – well, they might elect to not play defense as they've been known to do at times. Um, although, I don't know. When the Cowboys' defense is as bad as it is, at least the pass defense, who knows? Danny Dimes might have a real good game where he has two touchdowns and only like three picks. No, or who knows? He might go either. Two picks, two touchdowns. Ooh, that'd be big time. That'd be big time. You know, and that's – and even though it's the least right now, these these divisional games between the teams, it's really anyone's matchup, right? Like it's anyone's game. usually has to win except when you're playing the Bengals. Yes, the Bengals are the exception. And that can only be once a decade. So – yeah. It's like Davy Jones stepping foot on land. Yes. <laughs> Once a decade. Wow, what a reference. Hats off to you, man. You were, didn't miss a beat. Freaking coming in clutch. That was incredible. I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> Thank you. I don't oh. know where it came from, but there it was. We here. So, what are, you, what are your predictions? Because I'm honestly looking at this game, and while it should be clear that, like, it should be Dallas by a mile. I'm sitting here going, oh, the be. Giants could like win. It could be like 17-14 Giants, you know? I can't imagine the Cowboys will only score 17 points or 14 points. You're right. You're right. And I don't think the Giants can keep up. I'm going 35-24. Cowboys. Mm. I like that. Like, I like it'll that. be the best offensive game the Giants have ever played but it really will never be close. I'm going to make a crazy wild prediction because I'm feeling it right now. I'm going to go 28-31 Giants. Ooh, that we're going to have flashbacks to the derp greatness that was Eli Manning and, mm-hmm. and just unseating what should be a good team and winning games you've no business winning. And I think sure. the Cowboys are just going to lay a big fat egg all over themselves. And it's going to be... 
it's going to come down to some stupid last second field goal. Uh, and yeah, sure. It's, it's, I'll buy it. The curse of the curse, the tattoo curse that, that's been put on Zeke, I think will come into play in this game. I really think that might be their real the cause of all their despair. Honestly, honestly, man, it really could be. So, yeah. yeah, there you have it. That's our predictions. Now, before we go, I just I went to pull this up because I was curious and I realized I forgot to bring it up uh, already. But just we're going to look broad stats here, just looking at the division, right? So now okay. atop of the division by a half game, you have the Eagles, one, two, and one. Winning percentage of 0.375 or 37.5 win percentage. Yes, feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. Washington and Dallas are 25% win percentage. These sure. are great numbers right now. But before you get too excited about that, the Giants have zeros across the board on their win percentage. That's yeah. now that's an accomplishment here. Yes. Talk about being the least. Um, our point differential. So the Eagles have improved theirs a little bit to minus 23. So. Okay. And uh, real quick, I do want to point out today. I read an article on ESPN mm. because the title got me. The headline was the NFC East is historically bad in 2020. Can the Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, and Washington just be decent? Mm. That's all the headlines. <laughs> Just decent. Decent? Like, huh, please? Can you, can you do just one thing? Can, can we just, come yeah. on. Can you just do a little bit? Like, you can't even, you can't even feed yourself? Yep. Like, so, <laughs> now, because the Eagles won, um, instead of being the worst um, division in NFL history through four weeks, we are merely the second worst. Dang it, dude. Why? Yep. It's I... edging out against uh, what? They're a half game ahead of the 1984 AFC Central. Ooh, man, that AFC Central. They were water yeah. trash. You know, with yeah. the teams that were on them. So they were yeah, so bad. The, the Central teams, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know them. Everyone knows them. No uh, need to explain. So, real quickly, though, the. so. So then we have, I'm going in order of how they rank in the division, so not necessarily in order of point differential. Washington, mm-hmm. Washington's coming in real strong with a minus 33, so they're feeling real good. They're really, they're really holding that down. Uh, Dallas is once again trying to be the best at something, so they're a minus 20, edging out the Eagles as the best point differential. And if you're looking at it from a traditional yeah. standpoint, sure. um, edging them out by just a field goal, but. And then once again, the Giants. The Giants are our anchor. They are yes. the anchor of this NFC least. Minus forty nine. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, we're we're well on our way to a hundy. That's oh. that I think needs to be the halfway goal. Oh yes. Oh, do you think they go over this this season? Do you think it's potentially well? An they over play season? enough NFC least teams. I'm going to say no, mm, just because eventually. Everybody will just get a win against each other. Yeah. I can't see more than two or three. Mm, okay. Three three is a great season in my mind at this point. Right. Yeah. I, I'd say that's an accomplishment to get to three. Yes. So I'm uh, thinking one, maybe two. At best. Yes. At best. Um and lastly I'll say on that. When you look at points for points allowed, the 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 Cowboys are the only one who are in triple digits. Everyone else is in double digits. So, 
Um, that's a little disappointing. Once again, they're just this faux goodness that they're trying to do. Yeah, that's yeah. literally sending fans away from their team. You have to think of like how loyal people are to their to their teams generally, especially if you come at it from like a young age, if you've been one for a while, yeah. to be pushed out, meaning I am rescinding my fandom. Like yeah. that is heavy. Yeah. Oh. It, it hurts. All it does is hurt. Uh, real quick, do you have any update on your uh, NFC least actual like power rankings? For me, you know, I think the Eagles overtook Washington. I think it's yeah. still Cowboys, now Eagles, Washington, and then obviously the Giants are the anchor. From what I'm seeing, the Eagles still, like I said, they have enough of the remnants of like their cha- what I'll call championship DNA, using that term really loosely, um, Super just loose. in the sense of. It's just like they'll have these moments and they'll have enough moments in a game where that were that are callbacks to that great season that will allow them to win against a, another practice squad team um, yeah. in any given week. And I think they're going to have enough of those now, just, just based off last night's game, we'll have enough of those that they'll edge past Washington. So I'll actually, I'll actually take that with you. So where I think it's still Dallas, Philly, or now, now it's Dow, Dallas top still, but now it's Philly, and then Washington, yeah. and then New York. So uh, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm, but that that does it, it. That does it for this NFC least episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys are enjoying this ride in the caboose. The seats are comfortable. <laughs> the The food is fried. All right, the drinks are sugary we are back here bringing up the tail in style here at the nfc least all caps in that because we do it big unless you're the cowboys and you try and act cool you're not yep. all right it's like you're drinking a diet coke to be healthy okay stop it nobody believes you look you're picking you're picking the the skin off the fried chicken but it's still fried chicken still okay fried chicken <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't get bacon in my mac and cheese, so it's healthy. Stop it. Get some help. Yeah. But uh, that's it. That's it. Connor, you got any closing statements? Closing statement um, would be um, I'm not sure why they keep letting us be a division and get an automatic playoff berth. Yeah, that's going to be – That's that might That'll be, be an issue at the end of the season. Hey, if we, they do bad enough. They could, they could warrant a rule change. How about that? Right? Be I mean, so bad that as would a division. Be impressive in it of itself. That would be. I think that would be the ultimate accomplishment. You do so bad, you warrant a rule change, like you know Roy Williams and the horse collar. Like you institute. Yeah. And it's like that's that's thing to ha- hang your hat on, at least from a least perspective. Okay. So, from a least perspective. From a least perspective. <laughs> that's the thing we got to keep in mind here. But anyways, we'd love to know. Um, any and all your thoughts, insults on the NFC lease. We'd love to hear them. Uh, feel free to email the podcast. It's the rambling Viking at gmail.com with any and all insults. They are all welcome. We'd love to add to the deprecation on these NFC lease episodes. And we'll find out if we'll see you next week, depending on how uh, these games go with the NFC lease. If they keep living up to their expectations, we're going to keep doing these episodes. But until next time, or maybe never, this has been <laughs> the NFC lease on the rambling Viking.